What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mount Rushmore podcast, where my friend Miles and I, we go through Woo. and we determine what is on the Mount Rushmore of everyday life and pop culture and sports and whatever <laughs> else we feel like. Miles, how are you doing? Doing great, doing great. Ready to be doing here great. as always. Yeah, yeah. I am excited. Uh, if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. Uh, you're in for a good one, I think. Um, this is our, what, fifth episode? That is right. Five in a row. Yeah. We've recorded four, and we, we, we hit 50 downloads uh, after last week. Uh, last week, I think we were ju- just about ready to hit 30, so we had t- like 20 downloads of, of our episodes. We appreciate the love. Week. We, we so appreciate the love. And shout out to uh, the person in Great Britain. Who uh, yeah. <laughs> downloaded it? Uh, much love. We're going international, Miles. Yeah, that's right. Watch out, <laughs> India. We're coming for you. Ooh, we're coming. <laughs> so yeah, this week uh, I'm super excited. Uh, Miles, do you want to try the the new intro right here? We can. Okay, m- let's play that intro. Miles, what are we talking about this week? This week, we are talking about none other than the greatest 90s cartoons of all time. Now, it could be Disney, it could be Nickelodeon. Majority of mine are Nickelodeon. But, <laughs> hey, yo. Um, yeah. But, no. Uh, nostalgia is the theme, sort of. But, yeah, it's uh, greatest cartoons of the 90s. Greatest cartoons of the 90s. And, and Miles, I don't know about you. Uh, I, I kind of had a hard time with this just because there's. I, I was initially going to try and keep them all all my selections to ones that only aired mm-hmm. in the nineties. Uh, but that was really hard because some of my favorite quote unquote nineties cartoons like started in like 99 or 98. Yeah. Uh, and then went into like the early two thousands or even later. Oh, I agree. Uh, and, and Hey, Miles, spoiler, spoiler alert. Uh-huh. One of mine is not SpongeBob. So you don't have SpongeBob at all. I don't have SpongeBob at all. There was a silence right there. And I think that was all. Just kind of leaving well, you're in for a surprise open. just as easy, but uh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as a note, Miles and I, uh, we did not discuss these in advance. That's uh, correct. So, as we talk about them, uh, we're hearing them, hearing each other's for the first time. Right. So, uh, you know, let's just dive into it. Uh, Miles, yep. uh, on your Mount Rushmore 90s cartoons. Yep. What is your number four? The number four is... Okay, so I wouldn't consider this a child's cartoon at all. It's a uh, South Park. Um, I I feel like okay. it's a, yeah, I've loved this one, and it's still it's a going cartoon. On. Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's an old. That's why I put it number four. It's not like my nostalgia, but like this is one of my favorite cartoons of all time. I know it's an adult thing. Um, it's still going on, of course. I've watched every episode of every season. <laughs> this is oh, it just it brings me back to my childhood to an extent, but it's like a later childhood, but. I love this show. Starting in '97, and it's still going. Like here we are, 21 years later. Yeah, it's still going. Str- not not just going; it's going strong. Yeah, building constantly. Yeah, 
Uh, and I, sure. I, that shows to the uh, the staying power of it because they definitely attack culture. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah for sure. And this culture's always moving forward. They're always uh, they're always going right at it. Miles, yeah. why 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 South Park? What what draws you to say that that's on Mount Rushmore? I think it's one of the greatest. It's it's been able to break that like. Okay, so one thing they talk about TV shows and some of the other cartoons I have on here is like they can't go past a decade. And this mm-hmm. one's broke the two-decade barrier. And yeah. I thought it was close to my number one. I still watch it, of course. But it was like it broke. It was not very often that shows, let alone cartoons, got past even five, six seasons. And this one's uh, 21 years. I mean, that's historic monumental on its mm-hmm. own and it just continues to grow and they keep getting that even if tv's dying out really all these different ways you can watch tv and it still continues to go um i just enjoy it it's part of my childhood this one had to be up there it had to be in my top four yeah it's uh i i just haven't seen enough south park yeah uh, to truly, I mean, uh, I I'm obviously aware of it. I've seen it, uh, <laughs> but I I it's not it's not a TV show that I run out to watch. Um, one, I don't have cable, so <laughs> I'm yeah. kind of you know like stuck on that. Um, but I I as a, I never watched it as a child. Oh, yeah. uh, now I, I went to you know a conservative Christian elementary school, uh, <laughs> and then one of my friends, uh, his name was Jeremiah. He uh, he came in and was like talking about South Park and and this show and I'm like what the heck is actually conservative Christian elementary school I was like what is South Park there was no heck in yeah. there because we don't talk about heck <laughs> uh, <laughs> understand but he's like talking about it and then you know I like go home and and I wait I get my mom's TV guide. The paper version, mind you, the paper <laughs> version of TV Guide to find when it's on. And one day I'm watching it and my mom comes in and she was not happy that I was I watching South Park. And, and and now that I'm, you know, an adult, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. understand why. In nineteen ninety seven I was nine or ten years old, you know, a nine or ten year old probably should not be watching South Park. I second that. <laughs> Yo, I didn't Just... watch it till I was like twelve. I felt like <laughs> I agree with that because I was kind of raised that same way. Like, my grandfather was a bastard, so I know how it's like, oh, you can't watch this. I couldn't watch Pokemon or any of that. And then I have another show on here later up, higher rankings, that I wasn't allowed to watch. It's not Pokemon, by the way, so keep thinking. um, That they thought it was too, like, you can't watch that. It's horrible and stuff. But I, I completely understand that, that, like, conservative Christianity, like, nope, 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 too much. Yeah. It, yeah, it was, and and I mean now I I I, just, I find it funny. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's stupid humor. It's really it's stupid funny. humor, and they attack culture. And, and you know, I think that we've all seen the the trapped in the closet episode that kind of transcended just <laughs> yeah. you know the show itself. That it became like a thing where like Tom Cruise and and R. Kelly and everyone's going to like <laughs> sue the makers of South Park. Uh, and you know that you've made it when you have Tom Cruise attacking you. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, I mean, if it's on, I'd watch it. I'm not going to run out and buy it, but Understand. I can see why it'd be on your Mount Rushmore. I, I think it's a very uh, transcendent show of, yeah. of culture. Oh yeah. So, and I, and I'm excited for that. They keep on, I, I think that, um, 
people expect it to kind of just be there forever. What it is there forever, yeah. and but they're they're gonna say things about culture that are gonna offend, and that's what they go for. And so it doesn't have yeah. the same effect that it did, you know, fifteen years ago. Yeah. But I, I hope it keeps going just because we need people and like Trey Parker and Matt Stone to uh, <laughs> attack things that are stupid in culture. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> so uh, I hope it keeps going. Any Anything else uh, about South Park that you're like, yes, I really like love it for X? It was just, I guess we could do like a favorite episode of the series. Um the my favorite episode of South Park. I mean, it's got to be. Oh, there's so many great ones, but of the more recent ones that I can think of, it was like where the girls like suicidal, and okay, so this is going to a good place. It's funny, but like everybody's thinking she's being suicidal and stuff, like she's gonna kill herself. But later we find out she was talking about deleting Twitter, and then like the next day she so she like throws her phone off of a bridge. Because we thought she was going to jump and kill herself, but it was like her phone. And then like the next day, they're like, oh, Heidi's killed. <laughs> she's ended everything. And like they're saying they're offering her counseling. But like she's sitting right there. Like they're offering counseling for those that have lost <laughs> her friend. And it's just like being off social media is like you're dead to everyone else. So, and that's just like a funny aspect of how it is in the real world. I know it's stupid, but they're making fun of the real world. That's what people don't get. It's just, oh, it's it's it's. It's genius, but stupid at the same time. And yeah. uh, it was just funny. Uh, my my friends uh, watched an episode when I was in college, and it was with Butters, and he did the, the YouTube video, What What in the Butt. Oh, my God. Yes. That's a good <laughs> we one. Were, I was laughing. We were, we were all dying. It was We were so funny. It was so funny. Yeah. Uh, and, and if if you don't know what YouTube is, uh, <laughs> it's surprising, but like that came out in like 2006 or 2007. YouTube was like, you still couldn't put videos longer than four minutes on YouTube. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> at that time. Those so it was days. like a real thing that people like didn't quite know what YouTube is. And, and for a lot of people, I, I would imagine that this is probably their first introduction to what YouTube is. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so I'm so happy that <laughs> yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, that's That might so be true. my favorite episode of South Park. All right. Well, um, oh, enough my. about South Park. I could talk four hours about this, but uh, <laughs> what's your number four? My, my number four, um, I'm going to go my number four as Rocket Power. Oh, that was a good one. Um, now, this came out in 1999, and I was 10, 11 years old. This show was aimed at me, and it hit the mark on <laughs> the head. Yeah. You know, it was like at it, 1999. Let's talk about what was going on in a little 1999. I wanted to be a skateboarder, uh, and I thought, you know, I just got to, you know, watch videos and, and ride my skateboard everywhere and I would get there. And, you know, also at the same time that really kind of got me in there is that it was peak Tony Hawk. Oh yeah. Uh, earlier, yeah. like earlier in the year, uh, he had hit the first 900, which was such a huge uh, thing. They definitely got a whole lot of little boys like me to go out and like buy a skateboard. Like I can do that someday. I can do that. Yeah. Also that same year, Tony Hawk pro skater video game. Dang. So like I I, say, I for years was big. <laughs> that was that was the the game that I I probably played that for like eighty hours. 
yeah. uh, in the first month that it came out. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I like really wanted to be a skateboarder. And then this show, like, oh, it's a cartoon about extreme sports. This is awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. And there's like no, like, I wouldn't say there's any one episode that's really like, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, like, kind of like the first episode I'll remember because that's when they thought found that Squid went, you know, was going to be an excellent goalie because he walked out and just kind of stopped the puck with his hand and kept on going. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they, like, lace him up and they're doing, like, the, the action shot with, like, 80 pucks being shot at him and he stops all of them. Yeah. So, like, just, like, cool things like that. Now, in, in, in researching this... And, you know, remembering back to why I like this show, you know, as an adult, of course, now I'm like, huh, where was their mother? Oh, so yeah. if, you, if you don't know Rocket Power, uh, middle-aged man and his two kids. And middle-aged man, his name's Ray, uh, last name Rocket. Uh, mm-hmm. And he owns the Shore Shack in uh, Ocean Shore, California. And he's a surfer and he has his best friend is the fry cook. His name's uh, Tito. And then uh, Ray has two kids, Reggie and Otto. And then they have their friends, Sam and uh, the other guy who wore a hat backwards. I can't think of his name, but he was annoying. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And so they live in Ocean Shore. Now, knowing all this, you know, and I've seen all the the episodes and everything, um, that one of the things that I found when researching it is the theory that uh, Ray is a negligent father. (laughs) 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 Because he's... He's working all the time at the Shore Shack while his kids run off and get into shenanigans. Uh, and they're terrible people. They're vandals. Uh, they they don't do their homework. And in one of the episodes, there's a big family surf trip. But then Otto like doesn't get good grades. And so he gets, he gets uh, left behind as punishment, which is great. Punishment is great. But then... Uh, he saw that everyone had their mel- their their mellow harshed on, and so then he went and got Otto, and there was no punishment actually for not being a good student. <laughs> so <laughs> the other uh, big theory is that Tito is actually the father of Reggie and Otto because they have the same skin tone, and on the very last episode of the very last season. It's like a TV movie, and they go back to Hawaii, where Tito is from, and it turns out that uh, Mama Rocket, whose name is Danielle, mm. was friends with Tito's cousins, and they were friends prior to uh, Ray Rocket being in the picture. And so they theorized that Tito, who was at the time not fat, but extremely good looking, and Danielle yeah. had a fling that kind of continued post-marriage. and so then danielle died because that's why she's not in the picture and then ray was devastated so but he had the two kids and so tito never brought it up (laughs) that he was the father but then he follows ray around because he's he wants to be involved in their lives as any way possible but still be a good friend to ray yeah and so this made the show almost better now that i'm 29 years old (laughs) (laughs) yeah now, in regards to this show, I I remember watching it, but I wasn't like, I didn't have that skater thing. I didn't I didn't like to be a skater. I was the guy that held the camcorder. I had a friend that was skating, but I would record his videos and stuff like that. Um, I actually had a YouTube channel where we would do that, but it got deleted. And then I made another one eventually, but I don't Wonderful. know where it's at. Deleted. Find it, audience. Let's find it. We'll have to find it. I, I do know <laughs> one where I have some old videos playing basketball, and like I had a friend do a front flipping. Um, 
Pine Collins, we were trying to do like a jackass sort of thing for kids. But anyway, anyway, regardless, the um, uh, Rocket Power. I remember watching it and the surfing and stuff like that. I always confuse the characters for like the Hawaiian Punch guy. I think they look so similar, but um, no, he's freaking the. It was a great show. I just don't remember a lot about it. Um, what's yeah? What year I mean, you might have been might have been before your time, huh? When did it end? What year? Uh, like 2003 or 2004. Okay. So, yeah, I was born so, in 98. So, I was I remember it. I just don't remember a lot about it. If that they makes they sense. still play reruns occasionally. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw a couple episodes. I just can't remember, like, the character names and stuff like that. But I remember seeing them skate and surf. But that's about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, in my notes I wrote down for um, I said, the truth is that I was never going to be a skater. I was chubby and unathletic, so TV cartoons and video games were as close as I was going to get to be awesome at that time. <laughs> yeah. I've since matured, and now I'm always awesome no matter what. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, I if this show was on when I was, you know, 10 years old, 11 years old, I I was watching it. So, yeah. you know, it's definitely on my top four on, on my Mount Rushmore. I agree. So, Miles, mm-hmm. number four is out of the way. All right. What's your number three? Well, my number three is a series that I enjoyed, of course. That's why it's up here. But, like, it was before my time, but the reruns just made it great. And it was Mm. Ah, Real Monsters. Ah, yes. Yeah. Um, Actually, a few years ago, I rewatched all the episodes that I could, and I just love that show. That was just, just, it was kind of, like, scary at points, which it really wasn't. But it was like mm-hmm. seeing the world from a monster's perspective, which is like crazy to think about. Like, oh, kids ain't going to like that. But like this one feels nostalgic to me because I've always wanted to do like a Halloween costume. Like, I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. I, I wasn't as prepared for this. But like with where the one that has like the eyes in their hands holding it up. Uh, uh, Crumb. I'm, yeah, sorry, Crumb. I'm looking yeah, it Crumb. up right now. That's why. Crumb. And um, he, oh my god, he was hilarious. He was probably my favorite. And he would just say the stupidest stuff. And I just remember like seeing his armpit hair because like, his arms were up all the time. And um, it was just so funny. Like, it's just scaring people. And like they went to class. It was like college, like high school sort of thing. And it, it was like scare school and stuff like that. It was so to hilarious. To learn how to be monsters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I watched this on TV uh, and you know, to youngins who are listening, uh, <laughs> or you know, those, you know, this, I, this was like what I consider like the golden age of Nick animation. I agree, um, and that kind of really set Nickelodeon up, uh, just like unique shows that you didn't see anywhere else. Rocket Power was was a Nick show, yeah. and this was even before that. Um, yeah. So it, it and it has like that early '90s look that like they all kind of matched like Ah oh, Real Monsters and Rugrats and yeah um, you know all those shows around the same time, but yeah uh, definitely a unique show like for re- regarding Crumb like who would have ever thought a monster who has to hold his eyeballs yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the one that was like pretending to be the um the umbrella look like an umbrella stick like a capital J or whatever and then. Um... Little red guy. It was just. I'm so sorry. I don't remember the names, but the, I love this show. It was Let's such a see. good. Let's see. Uh, Ickus is Ickes. the small red monster, and yeah. Oblina. Oblina, um, yeah, was the right. uh, stick uh, who imitated a monster, or who imitated a uh, monster, an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like 
oh, it was such a good show, and they, they were just so funny, and it was like the little jokes and stuff like that. It was, it was nostalgic for me, like to watch an episode recently or something like that. But like, it was just a, it was a good, ep- it was a good series, even though it should have lasted longer, if you ask me. But it was great. I enjoyed it. Yeah, they're like that's that was um, if you see like the the uh, Gabor Chuspo, mm-hmm. um, like you if you look at old Nick Nick shows, yeah, he shows up on a lot of them. You know, he's I mean he's responsible um, for he the Klasky Chuspo. Sorry, not Gabor. Gabor is the uh, actual person behind Chuspo, mm-hmm. uh, but they made like Rugrats, uh, Duckman. Uh, all real monsters. Oh, I'm going to the Wikipedia page because it's like they like made so many. Like um, it's hard to remember all the wild thornberries. They made rocket uh, power. I forgot about that. Dang it. Yeah. So been like in there. just as like, easy. All these like big <laughs> things that like you wouldn't think. Uh, but all real monsters is. Um, I can always tell when like the it's, the end of it, it's like ah like that scream. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, such, like, famous scream, I think, that, like, I could pull that anywhere. Hey, you want to know a fun fact about Ah Real Monsters that you yeah. might not know? Yeah, go ahead. Tim Curry uh, was a voice. Huh. On uh, on Ah Real Monsters. I like that. Is... That's good to know, because he's yeah, kind of like... for that kind of... <laughs> I mean, you don't think about, like, Tim Curry, but, like, now I, now I can, like, hear him. Yeah, the more I think about it. I think it was the teacher... Uh, let's see. Who did he... Zimbo. Zimbo is a monster who resembles a bee with one mammal-like leg and a humanoid face with green hair. I can't pick him oh. out of the... Uh... Here's another one. Simon the Monster Hunter. Voiced by Jim Belushi. Oh. Wow. I mean, these are like... Yeah. Those aren't like little... <laughs> yeah. Like little... I mean, I guess that now... I mean, that was like... It premiered in 1994, so it's been, you know, 20 three years now like wow so 24 it's crazy years, thinking so. about it like that sorry for the dogs everybody i wish they would shut up oh that's that's because you're a hashtag with a life and you're at home right now yeah ah they animals. see the monsters haha ha, that's where they're <laughs> ah, real monsters. Ah, real monsters. yeah i definitely recommend that uh if uh if you have a moment to like if you can get it for cheap on ebay or amazon it was on Netflix and... last I checked. It was on Netflix. Oh I my think gosh, so. I have to. I might have to pull that up yeah, and just like rewatch a couple episodes. I'm gonna check Netflix in the meantime. Um, if you want to get to your next one, I'll check yeah, Netflix my... to see if it's on there. My number three uh, is Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Oh yeah, Gargoyles. that was a good one. I I kind of like we did this like scary sort of theme for this. One. <laughs> we planned it in advance. Dude, um, not really. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know what Gargoyles is, uh, this was on the air from 92 to 94. Uh, three seasons, one short uh, season one, and then a really long season two, and then a really short season three. Mm. Um, now, this was actually really interesting, because, like, season one was um, only, like, maybe, like, ten episodes. Um, and I'm pulling it up now, because I want to know... <laughs> Um, but like the first five, it was like intro part one, intro part two, intro part three. Or like they're yeah. they're really like complex and long story arcs. Season one was thirteen episodes, and the first five are quote unquote the 
the opening and oh, sorry, it didn't go from ninety two to ninety four, from ninety four to ninety seven. Oh. Um, and season three was actually not on the same network. Now, fun fact about this: uh, it's it's a Disney show, huh? Um, so it might actually be on Netflix. Uh, if anything, it, it should be on the new Disney uh, streaming service when that launches, and then we're going to be hell the way. It's not. Um, um, so very long and complex storylines that were like deep character development. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, in in the second season, it got into like dealing with like a little bit of time travel because the gargoyles. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, they were in Scotland. They were real. They helped humans battle, you know, invaders of this castle, yeah. and then they got betrayed and cursed, turned stone, uh, until they rise above the clouds on the castle of the clouds. And so then, in modern day New York, some rich guy buys the castle, puts on top of a skyscraper, and they come back to life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, because they're now above the clouds. Uh, <laughs> so then they become like the protectors of um, of New York City. They can only be out at night uh, because when the sun hits, they turn to stone wherever they are. Um, yeah. And so, but they get in. It's it's kind of weird. It it gets into like whole like weird like supernatural stuff and among other things. And um, one of the notes I wrote down um, is. That the show, it goes from world conquering with Mm. an evil conspirator trying to kill the gargoyles, then cloning (laughs) the gargoyles, uh, which then the gargoyles then destroy the clones. And then they get cloned again, uh, (laughs) even better this time, which they also destroy. But then the evil conspirator decides to seek immortality instead. Uh, And so they have to stop him from doing that. (laughs) Mm. That's crazy. That's a lot happening. It's it's a lot happening. Um, you know, I mean, overall, it's great, great characters and amazing story development. Yeah, um, which they really went into depth. And there's not just like, like one arc of you know multiple episodes. There's like two or three throughout the series. It's like part one, part two, part three, part four. Um, <laughs> yeah, along with the overall story that plays in of them wanting to get back to Scotland, um, but accepting where they are for the time being. Yeah. So I definitely recommend checking it out if you haven't. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very good, and it was a. I think it actually aired on the WB, despite yeah. being a Disney show. By the way, back to the old thing. Aerial Monsters is on Amazon Video, so if you have Ooh. Amazon Prime, you can watch it. So, oh, hey, yeah. um, but, yeah, you should definitely go check out the Gargoyles, um, Miles. Although you were not mm-hmm. born yet when this aired. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know. Fans of the show managed to, and this is just I know because I ran across it maybe like two years ago. Fans of the show, they they were such big fans that they had a yearly convention until like 2009. Dang. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So quite the cult following. That is. Um, Are you going to go watch Gargoyles after this? I might. I might have to do... um... Marathon. I'm gonna call it work for a week. <laughs> I'm gonna get all the episodes watched in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're not keeping up, I I just had this random thought. I want to keep up with like how many of each. Like Nickelodeon has two shows on our Mount Rushmore. Uh, Disney has one, and Comedy Central has one. So Ooh. look at that. I'm just keeping track of stats. Yeah, I know. I'm a stats kind of guy. But uh, um, I guess I can go to my number two. Yeah, go to number two. Uh, no, real quick though. Okay. Since this is a Disney show, just remember that the main character is named Goliath. He's a gargoyle, and his girlfriend, 
a Disney prince and a Disney princess. So take that what you will. There you go. Like Kylo <laughs> Ren, we have a Disney princess. I'll take my Disneyland ride now, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, my number two is Courage the Cowardly Dog. Ooh, um, I okay. I love Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, I'm just... One thing that's embedded in my mind is just Muriel, like trying to save her the whole time. Muriel. And just, yeah, it was, it was, oh my God. <laughs> Muriel. And then just all the time, him, him and Mu- Eustace getting in fights. Um, he's just trying to save Muriel. And stupid dog, you made me look bad. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, that was so good. <laughs> and this is the one. Thank you. I didn't even think that would sound like, like stupid dog, you made me look bad. Well, I am Lionel G. Wilson. No, I'm joking. But um, it's also on Amazon Video. Sorry, I'm looking at some stats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was from 1999 to 2002. I thought it lasted longer than that. But it was just three, three, three seasons of 13 episodes. So only 29 episodes. That doesn't sound right. I see 52. You see 52? Okay, well, I may yeah. not have everything here. Okay, so there's four. When okay, you get four all your seasons. Stats from my Amazon. bad. Oh, I was looking at something <laughs> else. My bad. My bad. Oh, oh. I was looking at uh, Our Real Monsters. That's what I was looking at ah. a minute ago. My bad, people. My bad. Um, but no, Our Real Monsters. I'm, I'm sorry. Courage the Cowboy Dog was just that was my show, and this was the one I was telling you I couldn't watch when I was younger. My parents wouldn't let me because there was like all these weird creatures and like ghosty looking things. And those spiders. Do you remember the spiders? No, I don't. Oh, there was like these crazy spiders that would like chant something. Oh, and the fox. And he would like... He would do stuff like that all the time. And my parents just thought, was like, oh, that's 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 too much. You can't watch that. And I was like, why? It's so good. So like, I would stay up late to watch it. Like, they got cable in my room. That was a mistake. If you don't want me to watch it, cable in my room was not a great idea. Because like... 10 o'clock, that stuff came on all the time, and your yeah. boy was watching it when it came on. Cause it's like it's the, the not-adult adult cartoons. Exactly. It was, yeah. And it did kind of have, like when you're younger, like a little bit of a scary thing. And mostly I watch reruns anyway, but like it kind of had that scary thing to it. But it was such a good show. Like one of my favorites of all time. That's why it's my number two. There was just one show I thought was better than that. But um, do you agree? Um, uh, well, actually, I, I remember watching the uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog premiere. Really? Yeah. Um, and, you know, at the time, uh, it was, like, on, uh, I believe, Cartoon Network. Yeah. Um, and they made, like, a big push about it. <laughs> um, yeah. They made a big push because at the same time, they came up with, like, Ed, Ed, and Eddie and Cow and Chicken and stuff. And so they were, like... We're, releasing a new cartoon every month or something like that yeah that was crazy. Uh, so i remember watching the premiere now i was like 10 or 11 and i i did actually get kind of scared at this you know in wikipedia has as horror comedy uh oh yeah <laughs> so That's... you know it, it it it's not meant to be a kid show yeah um but it, it you know i i i could probably you know go back and watch it now and see the how good it is and, and of course you know muriel muriel <laughs> stupid dog so, but this also kind of like set off the you know it, it, it's a couple years before but i i, I imagine that they were influenced like uh invader sim yeah because that's kind of like horror comedy as well and uh danny phantom and i'm thinking of like nick shows right now oh yeah um, 
like Danny Phantom and the Fairly Odd Parents. Well, well, that one's not scary, but like still kind of like at the same time and same style and everything. But yeah, uh, this would not be my number two because I again I I've seen plenty of it. I've seen a lot more mm-hmm. of this than I have of South Park. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that I'm like, yeah, Courage the Cowardly Dog. It, I, yeah. I can't wait to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, Understandable. I, so I, I I like the concept of it. You know, it's a yeah creepy house out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Supernatural things happen, and the dog is the only one who actually saves Muriel, who clearly has no clue what's going on. But then you have, <laughs> uh, uh, what's the... The other the guy's name Eustace. Eustace is yeah. like I hate you, Muriel. I kind of hope you die, but then yeah. I'll be really sad if you don't, uh, or if you do, type of thing. Yeah. Um, so like, it's, it's it's a weird cartoon and Miles. I like weird. You like weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I I'm glad that you picked that as number two. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so anything else about Courage that um, you want to throw out there towards us? The only thing I can think about is, like, the start was just kind of crazy. It's like, Courage the Cowardly Dog Show starring Courage the Cowardly Dog. And there's the weird faces those people look. Like, if you look up Freaky Freddy, you can tell that was not supposed to be a kid's show. Like, Courage the Cowardly Dog, Freaky Freddy. Because his face is just scary. Like I kind of understand why I wasn't allowed Looked cowardly it up. dog. I'll show you the exact picture I sent you. It's Freaky a picture. Fred or Freaky Friday? Freaky Fred. I sent you a picture of him on um, Messenger. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of terrifying. Yeah. And that was a kid's show. And so it's like, uh But, yeah, it was kind of. He, did he speak in, like, a really, like, soft Yeah, it's like, a soft, like, cynical kind of thing. It was... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember him. What I nightmares are made of? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Basically that. He's right beside Nightmare and um He's a razor in a lot of the pictures on here. Yeah. If that tells you anything. Like Kinda that's weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's very Oh god. But yeah, just look it up if you want to see him. It's Courage the Cowardly Don, Freaky Freddy. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. He's like a scary Oh my god, and I see what you're seeing, like the razor. Terrifying. <laughs> but, terrifying. Yeah. Someone shows up at that door, I'm hitting him in the head with a baseball bat. Dang right. <laughs> Dang right. Calling call the cops. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what was your number two? Okay, my number two is King of the Hill. Oh, okay. okay. So this premiered, this is where we're talking about that uh, it's kind of on the edge because it premiered in 1999. And I believe it premiered after the Super Bowl one year. Uh, yeah, I think so. Like thing. Um, now there again, uh, it's it's a very down to earth cartoon. If you haven't seen it, I mean, it only went off the year like maybe like seven or eight years ago now. Uh, so it had a really long run. Yeah. Um, you know, like ten years on it, which is a lot for a cartoon. We were talking about that earlier. Oh yeah. Uh, it's really down to earth, but you know, nothing particularly exciting ever happened in the show. Yeah. It was just like watching animated humans. <laughs> going about their life, you know, in the in the life of uh, propane and propane accessories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but as I've gotten older, this is another one of the cartoons that has really 
driven my desire of conspiracy theories. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a couple here. Okay. Um, the first is that in the first few seasons, Peggy Hill was quite normal. Stay-at-home uh-huh. mom, uh, sub, like, substitute teacher, just kind of like nice and kind. And then at the end of season three, she goes skydiving and then the parachute doesn't open. Uh, and so the theory is is that she got brain damage because in the next se- like the very next season and uh-huh. on onwards she becomes very neurotic and narcissistic and like huh. super crazy uh just in like how she treats people and her intensity um nothing is ever acknowledged in the show they just kind of like said oh this is how it always is yeah but in the first three seasons she's not like that so that's that's a fun theory yeah uh, and and i'm assuming you've seen king of the hill or at least portions of it i've saw I'm gonna be honest with you. I've not watched it a lot, but like oh. everybody knows that propane and propane accessory. Even though I don't know what a propane <laughs> accessory is, don't go to your local hardware store and ask for that. They'll freaking kick you out and say never come back. <laughs> but no, I and just the damn it, Bobby. Like you know, you know stuff like that. Um, but I, I didn't watch this one as much. It was kind of uh, like I think that you bug. may enjoy it because it's just kind of it's, you know it's like twenty minute episodes, cartoon. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of like things in here that I'm going to talk about. Give it away, mm-hmm. and that you just won't be able to watch it <laughs> the same yeah. way. Um, so one of the things uh, is Dale. Yeah, uh, he's the one with the hat and the glasses. Uh, he's very uh, conspiracy oriented. That the government's out to get him. That they're going to kill him all. <laughs> that he's going to take on the government. And so one of the theories is that Boomhauer, who's the one that goes, rah, 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 uh, <laughs> and uh, lives a bachelor lifestyle and always has a different woman, doesn't ever like really do anything, is that he's actually a government spy. Huh. Uh, and because and here's where that comes from. In the very last episode of the series, it's revealed that he's a Texas Ranger because they uh-huh. never talk about what he does ever. In 12 seasons, they never talked about what he does and so it, it, no one knew what he did. And he was like, yeah. oh, I'm a Texas Ranger. I see. He's more like, I'm a Texas Ranger. Uh, mm-hmm. And so people have formulated that he's a spy to watch Dale mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that he, like, like it, that he doesn't go crazy and, like, start, like, shooting up everybody or, like, giving Dang. information to enemies and stuff. Uh, but Dale, and, and throughout the series, they show um, flashbacks that show all four of them growing up together. Yeah. So it's not like they didn't know each other, but then he knows that Dale is just crazy and insane and not actually a harm to anybody. So he just accepts the assignment because he's getting paid to live the bachelor lifestyle and watch <laughs> Dale. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so I mean, like, why Arlen? It's just that it's out of the way and he knows. Um, yeah. Which they live in Arlen, Texas, which is some fictional town in Texas. Now, this may be my favorite theory. And this is the theory that. Bobby is not Hank Hill's son. Many times in this in the in the series, uh-huh. Hank Hill mentions that he has a narrow urethra, and that it's hard for him to do what he needs to do with his wife. Yeah. Now, it's posited that Hank Hill is not doesn't just have a narrow urethra; it's that he's infertile, and so Peggy. Wanting a child, knowing that Hank wants a child, has an affair with, at the time, a much better-looking Bill. And that Mm. explains why Bill is infatuated with Peggy from time to time for most of the series, because 
he thought that she actually loved him when really she just wanted a kid. And that also explains why Bobby looks like Bill and acts like Bill and they bond from time to time and, you know, just like random things like that. That makes sense. I'm looking at pictures and I was, before you were saying that, I was trying to see like other pictures of people and Bill looks a lot like Bobby. Right. Yeah. He looks just like the same body type. Yeah. Same kind of like face structure as much as a cartoon can have a face structure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then, you know, Peggy also admits uh, at one time in an episode that in a moment of weakness, she, uh, that there's been one other man that she slept with besides Hank. And uh, she doesn't explain it really, but it's yeah. theorized that that person is, is Bill. Makes sense um, to me. Based on the um, context clues. Description and the context clues. Sure. Which, you know, speaking of context clues, it's pretty obvious throughout the series that John Redcorn is having an affair with Dale's wife. I forget her name. Uh, and that their son is Nancy John Hicks. Redcorn's son, Nancy. Yep. Yes. And so it, it's kind of the creator's like. Like, oh, this is so obvious, but you're missing that Bill and <laughs> and Peggy had an affair and Bobby is their love child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a lot of great things like that. And, you know, we get great lines like propane and propane accessory. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, wow, you live an exciting life, uh, Hank Hill. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I, I really enjoy it and, and watch it pretty much every day because I'd get home from school. My parents wouldn't get home until after it was already on TV. So I'd sit down and make myself some dinner and, and, uh, and watch King of the Hill. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm going to definitely every. watch it. It's great. It's, it's very down to earth and laid back and it doesn't take itself too seriously. Gotcha. Uh, I think you would enjoy it. It's not weird, but I still think that you would enjoy it. Yeah, all right. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, and uh, the home viewing audience, I think, as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about yeah. the viewing audience. That's right. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, Miles, it's that time. All right. What's Number? your What's your George Washington position? Of, all right, uh, Mount so Rushmore? this is one where I think we'll agree. We've not talked, but I picked Rugrats. Ooh! No, did we, we did agree? Rugrats. No, we did not agree. Oh my god! I I wrestled with picking the Rugrats over Rocket Power. It's, it might be my number five. Oh my god, man! But uh, I love Rugrats. So let's oh. let's let's hear let's hear out let's hear out Rugrats at number one. I'm just okay. So Reptar is like ever embedded in like my childhood. Want one of those little cars, and like one of the things is I love the Rugrats, and it's so very similar to Doctor Who because it's about this guy who has a um, screwdriver and he goes and saves the day, and it's fictional in Rugrats. And there's actually, in one of the episodes, you can see one of the um, the Daleks. Have you seen that episode? Uh, I, I probably have, but it's been probably te- at least 10 years since I've seen any episodes of the Rugrats. Fair enough. And the creator of Rugrats, um, I can't remember his name, but he said that he admired Dr. Who. It's Gabor Chuspo. Yep. Uh, and he admired... Um, sorry, I just saw something. Nancy Cartwright. Oh, sorry. Uh, Nancy Cartwright did Chucky Finn. 
uh, Finster, I just realized that. But And then they tried to do a spinoff of uh, All Grown Up, which was good to an extent, but Rugrats was so much better. But And that was the 90s one. But yeah, like you can see one of the Daleks in the background. He acknowledged that like he enjoyed Doctor Who and kind of it was kind of the same aspect. But I think of Tommy Pickles is just funny. And my favorite episode was the one where it's like the Western. And he's like, I'm going to ride it home. And t- talking about um, <laughs> I remember the that Reptar is like, I'm going to go uh, fill up on milk, milk and go nap, nap. And this, that was just so funny when you're a kid and you relate to that and just... <laughs> Everybody's against Angelica, and you like Susie and Dill and Lil, and it's ah, oh, it's just it feel like you grow up with them, and especially the fact that they had like the all grown up after that. I feel like literally I grew up with this show, so I know I, it was before my time from nineteen ninety one to two thousand four, but um, it kind of had the same age, and then when I got older, all grown up came out, so it literally felt like I was growing up as the show grew up. But I love this series. One of the greatest, I think, ever. It's it's very uh, unique and, and creative. Um, you know, no, I don't think anyone up to that point is like, oh, yeah, babies, like, they're alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, can, they can talk to each other. Uh, mm-hmm. And they definitely do get into some hijinks and stuff that are really unique. Um, yeah. I, 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 I do love the Rugrats, and I, and I would watch it. I'd probably huh. watch it right now. Um, I'm trying to like remember things about it. like Reptar was the big thing, and then they always kind of were able to do things underneath their parents' noses without them actually noticing. Oh yeah, for um, sure. Like oh, I remember they crazy. were scared of the Sandman, and it was just their dad had been covered in um, sand and stuff. <laughs> it was just like this long drug out thing just to find out it was someone that was being, um, and oh he had insomnia. <laughs> And he like fell asleep in sand or something like that, and got sand all over him, and they thought it was the sand man. But oh uh, yeah, it was just oh, oh it was so funny. They um, they think it's yeah, something bigger than it is, but it's not. It's not. It's just their dad covering sand. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things about cartoons uh, is that they never really they have they they live in a fictional city. So, but this is fun because I I used to live in this town. It's like. I'll just read it from Wikipedia. However, a specific city or state is never mentioned in the show. Several indicators, such as state flag at the post office, license plate designs of the vehicles, and various trips to the Grand Canyon, Las Vegas, and the beach, place the character somewhere in Southern California. Location is also hinted at during Little Dude episode. Uh, doesn't say episode, but it's in season one. When Dee Dee, who is a teacher, takes Tommy to her class at Ukaipa High School, referencing the city of Ukaipa. Fun fact, I lived in Ukaipa. <laughs> Ukaipa, <laughs> wow, California. Kind of Ukaipa High School class of 2006. Go Thunderbirds. Uh, so that's, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I might yeah. have to re-examine where I put uh, the Rugrats in my... Uh... <laughs> yeah. And there's been uh, a but... creepypasta about that. I don't know how much you want me to go into that, but it was... Oh, yeah. That's what I, that's what I remember about. Do you want to go ahead and, and, and talk about the creepypasta? Okay, so... All right, let me let me find the f- version here. I'm sorry, I had it up. All right, so, all right, so the theory is, all right, all right. So I'll just read off of this. The Rugrats really were a figment of Angelica's demonic and unimaginable imagination. So the theory is, Chucky died in 1986 along with his mother. That's why Chaz um, is nervous wreck all the time. So Tommy was born in 1988. 
but he was a stillborn. That's why Stu is constantly in the basement making toys for his son who had never had a chance to live. Um, the DeVilles had an abortion in 1990. Angelica couldn't figure out if it was a boy or a girl, thus creating the twins. As for all grown up, the teenage Angelica became addicted to various narcotics, which further aggravated her schizophrenia, bringing her back to her childhood and thus her creations she obsessed over. Because of time lapse between the present and the last time she interacted with her creations, she made them older. Angelica was constantly taking hits of acid so she would never have to live without her creations who were the only company. In a judgmental world, Angelica's mom actually died of a heroin overdose in 1982 <laughs> just after Angelica was born and drew as his depression married a gold-digging whore that Angelica idolized because she fooled herself into thinking it was real, uh, her real mom but always had a concept of her mom, Cynthia, and took a Barbie doll and made it after her mom's image, wearing an unwashed orange dress and having jacked up hair, which is why she is so attached to it. Later in life, she followed in her mom's footsteps with drug and everything, dying of overdose at age 13 when I was growing up was canceled. Like, that screwed up my childhood. Like, the first time I read that, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that took oh everything gosh. I'd known and just shoved it somewhere else but no it was like and there's that, there's more to that but it, yeah i didn't want to go anymore it's like dale was actually real but he's retarded or mentally sorry for using the r word but get over it um <laughs> and you know like chas was gonna find a new wife but uh, yeah go on and just search rugrats theory oh and my it should gosh. be the first thing that comes up there there's a little bit more there yeah and then um, there's a tweaked version but Oh, it's... Why would you come up <laughs> that, with that, all right? Just, let's just show me what it so is. There's a lot right, of people who have too much time and, and want to ruin their childhood. But I was going to bring that up, so I'm glad that you brought it Not me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great, I'm glad I read um, all of that. But, it, yeah, it's it, it's a unique, and it makes sense. And it oh, makes it sense why the parents don't know that the children are, you know, everywhere. Uh, and getting into things that they shouldn't be getting into yeah. uh, as, you know, newborns. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it, it it makes sense, and if you, I, uh, I'm torn between if it's real or not, but it makes sense. I and, I, and I, <laughs> and you know, it made me think about this. Is like when I put Rugrats in there, it made me think about Ed and Andy. I don't know if you've heard the creepypasta about that, where they're in purgatory. Uh, yes, and yes. That just gave me an idea. If you want to hear creepypasta, um, Mount Rushmore, that would be awesome. Uh, I just thought about that. Oh God, that would be great. No, but. That just scares me sometimes. But no, um, I don't want to go too much into that because it's not on my Mount Rushmore. But, like, they're in purgatory and, like, they're all from different areas of the past and stuff, which I can explain that later. But, yeah, um, Creepypasta, man, they take stuff of childhood <laughs> and they just you ruin it. stick it in a blender and pour it back to you with a... I'm looking at the one for my, my number one. <laughs> for your number one. Okay. All right, what's your number one? It's, it's really long, and I'm probably not going to read it, but I'll give a brief rundown when I get to it. So my number one. All right. It's a Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon show. It's Doug. Oh, snap. Doug. Oh, this I loved this show growing up. <laughs> loved this show. I'd watch it all the time. Um Again, a very down-to-earth show. And the way that multiple people describe it is it's a 
normal kid who wants to be normal, but in his normalness ends up being abnormal. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So, I mean, that's, you know, it's, he's just morally sound, you know, and it came out through his imagination. Well, man, you know, I, I guarantee you, no matter how old, if you're 10, you've seen someone dress up as quail man for Halloween. It happens (laughs) every year, no matter what. Um, now one of the things that people kind of pick up with pretty quickly is that unique characters, unique character names. His best friend was blue. First of all, his (laughs) name was mosquito Skeeter for short. And his love interest was Patty mayonnaise. Yeah. Um, gotta love that mayonnaise. And and yeah, so I got that little mayo. So this was based, it was created by Jim Jenkins. It was actually created based on his life. <laughs> um, and so when he was making it, he was trying to like, he didn't want to make everyone white. He just wanted to show that like race doesn't really matter because it's all about the characters. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you have Roger Klotz, who's bad. And he's green and red hair, but then he didn't want to yeah. associate being bad with being green. So he made the teacher green. Yeah. Uh, and then you have like, just like random, like there's like eight or nine different colored people oh, yeah. uh, in the show. It's like um, different shades you know, of green. Different shades of green being sick, yeah. Fifty shades of green, ladies and gentlemen. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Fifty shades of green, the Roger Klopp story. The dog was blue. <laughs> um, so it's very down-to-earth, very relatable. You know, if you look at the names of episodes, like, Doug can't dance. Doug's cool shoes. Doug can't find his journals. But there's also some weird ones, like, <laughs> Doug loses Dale. Who's Dale, you ask? Dale was Skeeter's little brother. Who knew that a guy named Mosquito would have a little brother named Dale? <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> now, in that, so here's why that one's weird. It's because uh, the the Skeeter family, or whatever his their last name is, Skeeter's family goes on a on a family vacation, but they leave Dale to be babysitted by Doug. What type of family goes on a trip but doesn't take their youngest kid? <laughs> it's just like, I'm alone. <laughs> That's what I think, uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so there's like little little things like that. Now, this uh, this show's unique in that it was a Nicktoon, uh, but yeah. then it got bought by Disney, and everyone mm-hmm. pretty much across the board, even the creator, is like, once it went to Disney, it kind of lost its soul because the recording cast mm-hmm. uh, changed. It yeah. changed who it was. Um, and and the Jim Jenkins says that he tried to get the original cast, but they didn't want it. But then there were arguments mm-hmm. uh, at Disney, I believe, yeah. about you know, like Doug being on a sports team, and then he ends up on the sports team with Roger. And if you don't know about Doug, they're like mortal enemies. They don't like each other. Roger picks on Doug all the time. Yeah, he's the bully, and everyone knows it, but no one stops him. Yeah, uh, and the production people are like. Well, they hate each other. Why would they be on the same team? And they were yeah. arguing about that. And finally, Jim Jenkins is like, well, that's the way it actually happened. Yeah, <laughs> that well. actually happened. Yeah. So, you know, it's very relatable because it's, you know, you know, an 11-year-old and then 12-year-old kid going through life. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, when I, when I was watching this, I was like six or seven, but then I still watched it when I was 10. 10 or 11 it was very relatable like yeah i i wanted the cool shoes and you know <laughs> yeah. that's doug's cool shoes is that he gets the cool pair of shoes and they're like nor they're not normal shoes they're like gigantic oh yeah, yeah <laughs> so you yeah, see him yeah. walking and then he's like like oh you have to see it to believe it just look up doug cool shoes you'll probably see an image of him oh yeah um but like very down to earth and i and i wish that they'd 
find a way to bring it back and kind of modernize it, but still have it be Doug, mm-hmm. or at least something along those lines. But, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I really, I really love this show, and I would, I would watch this on like on repeat all the time. <laughs> it was just so great. Yeah, I wasn't as familiar with it, but I did enjoy watching it. I remember the bully more than anything. Just there's a green jock. That's <laughs> I just remember that from my childhood, of course. Yeah, he, everyone knows Roger because he's green and he has red hair. Yeah, uh, but then I think also people know Skeeter because he was always making like, weird, like whenever he say hi to Doug, uh-huh. he's like yeah, hop, hop, like hop, hop, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like weird sure. weird funny noises uh, and that no one ever does. Um, yeah, it's like he is known in both series for honking sounds. He frequently makes so. Yeah. Um, which who knows if that's actually weird, but or that actually happened. It would be surprising if it if it did. <laughs> yeah. So that's my uh, that's my Mount Rushmore. I recommend that everyone goes and watch watches my picks. Yep, same they're, here. They're more correct. No, oh, who I don't know. Uh, yeah. Who cares about well, anyone who has baby. a show whose person's last name is mayonnaise? I mean, let's just go with that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but no, that was uh, of course check those out. Honorable mentions: Ed, Ed, Nettie, um, Cat Dog. Uh, oh, Fairly Odd Parents, but that's not a nineteen ni- show. But go check that out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob. Don't watch I thought one of us would have had SpongeBob, but apparently neither one of us. No, I I actually hate SpongeBob. Ooh. I know. Shots Ooh. fired. Shots fired. But I. Oh, it's just he's just so annoying. Now I will give credit. Where credit is due, mm-hmm. um, that SpongeBob has been on since 1999, uh, and it's still going. New episodes, um, but since they've changed from the original voice of SpongeBob, and I think they've had two or three different people now do it. Yeah. Since they've changed from the original voice of SpongeBob, it has not been the same. I agree. Uh, I second that. So you know, as much as I don't like SpongeBob, the first half of SpongeBob is better than the second half. Yeah. I agree with that. I don't watch it as much as I used to, for sure. Oh, my SpongeBob. But yeah, <laughs> Golden Age, you know, Nick Nicktoons, mid to late 90s. I recommend that you go check it out. Uh, sorry, I'm going to pull up other Nickelodeon original programming. Uh, because this is when I was growing up. So, I mean, for me, it's like, yeah, The Adventures of Pete and Pete, all that. Yeah. Uh, Guts. Oh, hey yeah. Arnold. Kablam. The Angry Beavers. Figure it out. Like, I like would come home from school and watch those all the time, and they're so great to me. And definitely got that that nostalgia feeling go- going for sure. Um, hey, something dude. similar to this, I think, would be would be like kid, um, like childhood game shows. Because when you said Guts and <laughs> oh yeah. My oh, favorite, man. which I'm not gonna say because, uh, oh, we might say. do like save it, save it. We'll save it. We'll do another childhood game show. Yeah, I like in, that in idea. In the near future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I want to so, let you know that my favorite one is. No, oh, good one. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I I completely stopped talking there. I was like, I'm not gonna. But no, um, yeah, that was a that was a good episode. 
Hope you nice. enjoyed it. So, if you're still listening, which we hope you are, yep. uh, come tweet at us mm-hmm. and tell us your Mount Rushmore of 90s cartoons. Or go back and listen to other episodes and tell us uh, your uh, favorite worst NFL play of football team. That's true. Yep. Or your favorite best NFL play of football team. Or your favorite Star Wars movie. We'll take them all. Yep, we'll take it all. So you can tweet us. It's uh, Mount Rush Pod. Miles, you may have to help me with that. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. One second. Go into Twitter. Gonna see what it is. Mount R- MT Rush Podcast. Yes, um, Mount Rush it. Pod. MT Rush Podcast. Yep. Uh, and and you'll see our picture up there. Uh, Miles, you, where else can they find us? Um, we are on iTunes, um, Google Music, Podbean. Um, a little behind on YouTube, but we are on there. Um, I'm trying to think what's the other. Twitter. Oh, uh, you can check us on Facebook. And we also have an Instagram account now for social media. If you want to listen to us, um, of course, that's iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, and Podbeam. But if you want to check us out on social media, we have Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook page. So go check them all out. Uh, though, across the board, Mount Rushmore Podcast, it has our picture um, of our faces on Mount Rushmore. Um, it's our faces, not the actual presidents and good people of America, but it's our faces. Yeah. Yeah, on uh, Facebook, it's MT Mount MT Rush Pod. Ooh, I just burped. Classy. (laughs) It's Mount Rush Pod, and you'll see our picture. Mm -hmm. Guys, we're at 73 likes. uh, And uh, if you could help us get to 100, Mm -hmm. that would be awesome. Uh, as well as follow us. We have five followers on Twitter, and it'd be nice to get to 10. Yep. (laughs) We appreciate it. We would super appreciate it. So mm-hmm. anyways, uh, we'll be back next week. We have our schedule for the next few weeks uh, planned out. Uh, and I think that you'll like what's coming up. Um, mm. And then we're also going to be working on, or at least Miles will be working on, a uh, another podcast. Miles, you want to give a quick breakdown of that? Sure. Um, there's a couple of things. Um, uh, this is just to a specific market here. Um, this is a Carolina Panthers fans. I'm working on a podcast where I kind of cover the team, more of like a daily thing and stuff like that. Um, to kind of give you updates throughout the off season, leading up to next season. Um, big Panthers fan, have been for years. I know this team inside and out. I promise. I know a lot about this, and I will research a lot before I talk about it. Um, if you want to check that out, we're going to try to get it networked together through Podbeam. Um, more on that information to come out. Uh, check Twitter for that as well. It's going to be called Panthers Talk. Um, it's still in the work, so no one's still my idea. But um, <laughs> Panthers Talk. <laughs> Gotta get record that first episode now. Yeah. Get it out yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, all right. If this one doesn't come out until October, you'll know why. So, <laughs> this is today is January twenty fifth. Um, oh, and I'm so, twenty years old now. Ha ha! Birthday. Hey yo! His birthday was last week. I believe we celebrated while we were playing video games. Yeah, we did. We did. We played. We did. We were playing uh, Fortnite Battle Royale. So, Miles is going to be launching his uh, Panthers Talk podcast, and I believe that both of us are going to be on uh, another podcast where we talk about what's upcoming and give a little preview of certain things, and uh, among other things. So, be on the lookout for that. It's uh, as yet to be unnamed because, uh, you know, privacy. Yeah. (laughs) Yet to be unnamed is not it, though. Just a hint. Yet to be it's unnamed not is not the name. It has of the... to be unnamed. So, <laughs> uh, like us on uh, 
Facebook, and you'll definitely know when that comes. But guys yeah. and ladies, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. That's right. Uh, we've received so much love. 52 downloads in four episodes. Let's go for maybe 75 this week, Miles. Let's see if we can get it. 75 to 80. 75 downloads. So, guys, help us get there. Like and subscribe and review and and share because, uh, you know, we definitely want to keep doing this. We enjoy it. You know, uh, we're not doing it for money. It's because we really love it. Um, So just uh, thanks for all the love, guys. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Mount Rushmore podcast. That's right.